0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to On Air BNB episode four. Episode four, here how, we are. How have we made it this far? Uh, I don't know. I haven't committed to something this long in years. Certainly not Dry June. You're goddamn right. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't make it. Oh, we didn't God. Make it. <laughs> uh, how are you feeling, bud? I'm doing all right. I um. just annihilated that burrito. It became like an emergency in the middle of eating it. <laughs> it started falling apart. I had no plate. I didn't. I was so hungry, I didn't even get a plate. And it was just all over your floor, and like, <laughs> like all my socks and like. My dog just ate a your bunch dog, of your rice. Your dog is gonna be, you know, it's, your dog's feeling great now. Just oh yeah. About as good as I am. He's chilling, but when he goes out to poop later, it's gonna be urgent. Oh, it's gonna be great for him. though. <laughs> it's gonna be urgent. He's yeah. gonna lose like lose like half his body weight. Just, you know, we <laughs> just learned that sloths lose one third of their body weight whenever they poop because they only poop like once a week. Can is you, that what it said? God, I would. I would just poop every I time I was going that? out. I would hate only pooping once a week, but if, like, never mind, we're not going to talk poop talk. Yeah, uh, anyway. Man, um... So how's your day? That's pretty good. What you up to? Got groceries this morning. Oh, uh, yeah? Had some smoked salmon and, and bagels and lox. It was delicious. Ugh. What do you mean? Ugh. Ugh.
1: You're, smoked
0: salmon is... Come on. What about what? it? I don't I hate it. I think it's disgusting. My roommate had the same, uh, has the same position, and... To that, I wonder, like, how you guys live your life with any joy or, uh, like, appreciation for the things that happen around you. Well, I mean, I've tried it, and I just don't think it's good. I What's don't like wrong fish, with it? Honestly, I think it tastes like shit. That's so good. I don't Smoke, like it. I didn't even know what smoked semen was before I moved up here to New York. I'd really? never heard of it. I'd literally never heard of it, never seen it. You never watched Herb Enthusiasm? I mean, I wasn't paying attention to that. Okay. You know when you hear something and you don't know what it is, so your brain just... Edits it out. Yeah. That's what happened with locks like and nine. me. And then one time I order, I was up here and I ordered locks. Or like I saw locks run something. I was like, oh, I've heard of locks. And I thought it was leaks. <laughs> and then I got it and it's covered in fish. And I was just like, just, this... I don't know. Anyway, it's kind of a boring story. Moving right along. Yeah. Um, big announcement in here Oh, announcement time announcement time we got we have some good news ladies and gentlemen uh matt is our newest betrothed i'm engaged congratulations buddy burr, burr, burr. you know doing know like you is. do he's marrying our producer which yep. is gonna be very good <laughs> it's gonna be great for the our relationship it'll be wonderful <laughs> this tricycle that we got going uh you excited obviously you are Oh, very excited. How'd it go down? Was it very, was it cute? It was personal. Personal? Yeah, it was just her and I. Don't talk about it too much if you don't want to. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say what I said because it was very close to the heart. But, uh, you know, it was funny because I had the ring at the jeweler and I was getting it resized and cleaned up and I was thinking like, oh man, I don't know when I want to do this. Uh You know, just got to figure something out, do something cool to do it. You just improvise it? And then I looked at the ring and it was so gorgeous after getting resized and cleaned up. And I was like, we're doing this today. Nice. I just got like super excited. That's so That's so cute. It was awesome. When's the wedding? Uh, we're thinking about maybe next May or June. Okay, wow. Yeah, we might... Uh, you know, th- that sounds soon, but it's not that soon. It's that's a, a year plenty, away. It's plenty, plenty of time. Yeah, it's a year away. And we, th- we're thinking about possibly going to Ireland to get married. That's dope. Either going to Ireland. It's either we're going to Ireland or we're going to the court. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ain't that the truth. That's just the way it is with like anyone in New York. Yeah, it's like cause that's cause it's just like you cannot have a wedding in New York unless you are loaded. Oh my God, Andrea like, does weddings that are north right, of a hundred thousand dollars. Right, right. I and can't you, even. Imagine that. Who has that to blow on one party? I I think it's stupid. It's so stupid. I think it's dumb to spend that much money on a wedding. I agree. Don't at me, bro. Like, uh, (laughs) but because you you're focusing so much on the wedding and not the marriage. I don't know. It's all a show. Yeah. Yeah. It's people. I'm also bitter and alone. Like we said when we started this <laughs> podcast, everybody, this is people coming from two completely opposite sides of the spectrum. I guess. and how we look at life. Yeah. Not really, actually. Not really. Never mind. Forget yeah. I said that. I don't that. even think we ever <laughs> even said that. So big, uh, big stuff this week. E three. Yeah. E three happened this week. Nerdgasms. Nerdgasms galore. Yeah. I mean, neither one of us are very big gamers. I don't play games at all. I play some video games. You play. I play some. Uh, Madden. I play hockey and I play Star Wars Battlefront 2. Nice. Um, which they came out with some pretty cool stuff. They're going to Madden have Madden's fun. I haven't played Madden. In Dude, years, I though. hate Madden even though I play it. It's so <laughs> hard. It's so hard. It like, can it can beat the shit out of you. It it's re- like my dad like any I don't know. I basically play Madden to play with my dad. Yeah. You know, and um, uh he kicks my ass every time. <laughs> he's so much better than me at Madden and I know it's because he understands football Does he than always me. hit that tight end on the 15 yard out and he's completely uncovered. I have no idea what you just said <laughs> don't worry about it then. okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, and, and, but every time I because because I'm the young one I should be good at video games yeah. I should be good at I should be kicking his ass up and down the field but every time I play with him I'm just like oh. sorry. Sorry, desk. How how are you doing? How is this possible? How is, <laughs> like like you like there's, you're doing things. I don't know. It's like the buttons don't work or something. It's a stupid game. I know. Sometimes <laughs> like X is wide open. I go to hit X and it go it doesn't, hit, doesn't do it anything. Just, and I get sacked. Or does Yeah, that's the thing that gets me is when they just do nothing. Oh, oh um, that is frustrating. Um, so is e3 happen. Well, what were we gonna? We were gonna talk. We were, oh, the Smash Brothers. Was that? Oh yeah, what we you were said there was some. About? There was some kind of announcement around Smash Brothers. They don't, I don't have. Know. They don't have Waluigi in Smash Brothers. Uh, they were. They're like you're gonna have every single Smash Brothers character, and then they leave out like you know a fairly iconic Waluigi. Waluigi. He's he's the knockoff of Wario. Okay. Because you know there's Wario, uh-huh. the evil Mario. Yeah, and then you know, and you know, there's Luigi, obviously. Obviously. While Luigi. John Leguizamo. Yeah, John Leguizamo. This is out John Leguizamo. Okay, so he's this not is, in the game. This is no, and he's not in the game. Did he sexually harass the princess? You know, I think he sent a dick pic to Toad.
1: <laughs> 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 oh my god! What the uh, hell do you think that looked like? <laughs> uh, I don't know.
0: Probably like a mushroom head. Get it. Get up. it? <laughs> Shut your dirty mouth. You get it? You get it? Oh, I saw something weird on my way here. I've never seen this before. A little prop plane yeah. landed on the East River. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. I thought it was nuts. That's totally normal. Planes are allowed over the East River. Yeah, little ones. It looks like yeah. It. There's there's a dock up by the. 20- it looks like a, like. It was I don't know. You know the exit on for Twentieth Street on the FDR. There's a dock right there where floating planes land. Super normal. Can we like go over there and like fly on one of those planes? I want to. How much do you think that costs? We could Google it, but I don't want to. I don't want to Google it. No. Anybody out there want to Google it and tweet it to us uh, sometime this week? Let us know how much it costs. Right. But that would be so much fun. Right. You're just like putting along. Right, right. And if you look up the cost and you see that it's reasonable, I'm on Venmo and you can reach out to me. You can reach out to me and we will record a segment of the next episode on the plane. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be screaming at each other and in the background you'll just hear the the whole time. Really good radio. Uh, <laughs> it'll be really good, really good stuff. It'll be good podcast material. Right. Let's move on to something What's that trending right we now. really, really, really want to hear from Matt Butterfield on trending on Twitter. Yeah, the Nerdist himself, Chris Hardwick, it has some serious allegations going thrown his way. Down, man. He's, I hear his career's gonna just die from this. Well, I mean, he he is out. That dude is out. Did you read the the piece that the no, I, wrote? Didn't. I didn't I didn't his wouldn't. ex-girlfriend is just accused him of like all this horrible horrible stuff and like look ex-girlfriends can like say say things Yeah but, but normally but it's like his dick is small or 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 <laughs> like he was an asshole it's like no shit you broke up but like this is next level psychotic behavior like he had that woman like under his thumb under his complete control like, wouldn't let her drink, wouldn't let her leave the house. Also, openly dated other people. Like, would, would, like, go out and cruise for chicks. Wouldn't let her speak whenever they were out in public together because he was afraid people would be recording the conversation. So the dude is also, like, a fucking paranoid schizophrenic or something. It's weird. and Holy it, shit. It's scary. It's, and it's just so weird because he is... So vanilla and boring. Yeah, he's just like Mr. Like, Host guy. Yeah, he's just like he's like I'm Chris Hardwick. Here's my beard. Here's my hair. Let's talk about The Walking Dead. Yeah, like, or like let's let let's get something trending on Twitter because he like he had that show for years at midnight. Yeah, and uh, which he just abruptly quit. <laughs> I kind of I kind of wonder if he knew about this and knew that she was gonna do something eventually. Is that, he's been did he recently quit that show? I mean, within the past year, I think they canceled it last year. Okay, how uh, long have they been broke up? A few years. Okay, um, wow. So this is. I mean, he's gotten engaged and married since since he's been with her. Oh shit! So somebody he, else learned to put up with this bullshit. Well, he's married. He married into the Hearst family. No shit. Yeah. The, his his the wife is like multi billionaire yeah. newspaper magnate. Yes, Hearst. Yes. Wow. He's a Hearst now. And I thought that he was like. Quitting all of his shows because he like came into that money son. You gotta work so much whenever you're rehearsed. You know and what I'll I mean? Chasing like, that paper. You don't. You can still fly first class and only have one television show instead of three. Right. And uh, so it it's 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 just crazy. I don't I I don't know how to like talk about this necessarily just because it's so. I don't know. He's it's it's scary. Is what it is. It's frightening. Yeah. Because. Some of the stuff... Yeah, I did hear some of it. I did yeah. hear some of what was being accused of not being allowed to leave the house, not being allowed to spend any money. Uh, I mean, like, and then she... I mean, she basically said that he has sexually assaulted her repeatedly. Oh, my God. Like, because he was just like, I have to have sex. I have to have sex every night. If I don't have sex, you're, you're gone. You're out of my life. Like, stuff like that. He got her pregnant through an ectopic pregnancy. She gets out of the surgery... For some reason, he's in the recovery room with with her mom. First question out of her mom's mouth is, How is she? Doctor says she's fine. She's recovering. Chris Hardwick, first question out of his mouth is, When can I have sex with her again? In front of her mom. That's disgusting. Like, Like she just had... Like, she just had her fallopian tubes ripped out of her body, dude. Like... Oh my god. Imagine, like... Part of your, I don't know, imagine no, part that's, of your, that's, like, that's, that's no, that's, self was ripped out of your body and then somebody wants to use that part as quickly as possible. That's disgusting. Like, that's just for their own, like, nut or whatever. Like, he's just a garbage person. And, you know, I knew he was a garbage person because one time he jumped down my throat on Twitter for no fucking reason <laughs> at all. All I did was say, hey, man, I can't understand what John Cleese is saying when you record him on a telephone – Instead of a fucking microphone. I didn't say it like that. And I just said, oh no, can't understand John Cleese, buddy, why? And he blows me up a three. Immediately, by the way. <laughs> he immediately responded to me with three messages calling me ungrateful. Okay. I just I just made a face. Calling me ungrateful. <laughs> uh, told, told me to shut up. And then he like weirdly made fun of me for being a fan. He was like, all you do is sit there and listen to podcasts. It's like yeah, motherfucker, and I helped build your goddamn empire by doing that. Like, chill well, out. So far, nobody listens to this podcast, you know what I did? No, so we I can s- tell you all to shut up. Right, right. Yeah, you can all <laughs> eat, a, eat a piece of celery. <laughs> um, But he... Uh, but you know what I did in, in that interaction... Because some people saw it and they were like, Yo, Chris, what the fuck are you jumping down this dude's throat for? I just tagged undies, <laughs> And he immediately apologized. <laughs> me undies. <MeUndies. laughs> In better news... undies sponsor us. Um, yeah, we, we, we want some of them sweet panties. Some, some of those sweet, sweet microbes <laughs> all over my balls. Anyway... I want uh, that little pouch to yeah, just cradle my twig and berries. Like a, a cradle me... Like the Christ Child on Christmas morn. So, in better news. Yeah. Good news, good news. Good news. Paul Manafort is going to jail. Yes, he is. Paul Manafort is going to jail. That dude. <laughs> Imagine that dude. I don't know. He is so confident. Did you know that he was literally like, uh, like he was a, a Russian agent? We already know that. Right. We already know that he he was he he had a job with the Russian. Government to influence American democracy towards like Russian interests, which that was literally his job description a la Donald Trump. I thought you were about to say Akbar. (laughs) No, Uh, no, that podcast is gonna hold other. I was gonna go down the tubes, chief, (laughs) (laughs) but but so. So he was out running around. He's doing all this nonsense that we all that we've all heard about before. Gets charged with conspiracy against the United States. <laughs> it's kind of a baller rap sheet if you right? ask me. I mean, how many of well, I think Imagine a lot of us could be charged with conspiracy against the United States. Imagine Lil Wayne just for shit that I've said. I'm just imagining Lil Wayne. It's like yo, I've been charged with conspiracy <laughs> against the United States, baby. <laughs> But he, What's in my cup? It's a so bunch of conspiracy. After that, he goes around and starts talking to everyone that's going to testify against him, or at least they're going to testify in his case, and it's going if they tell the truth, it's going to be against him because <laughs> the truth isn't looking too good for him right, right now. Um, and he told him, you know, you know, he, he strong-armed him, or he, he tried he to strong-arm him. This tampering with witnesses. Yep. and Can't do it. Good old Moeller baby was just like, alright, we'll just add it to the We'll just add it to your checkout list and send you on to back to jail. I think he was also uh, considered a flight risk, and that's why he's, his bail was revoked. Robert Mueller's coming to town. Oh, oh my god! Gotta I to love it. Wait, oh. I can't. Like, whenever this finally blows up, and and like, and he finally, because I like, there is a question about whether or not you can indict a sitting president because, yeah. before you impeach him. But like, when he finally just does the big reveal if, I mean I guess if he does the big reveal yeah. with, with, with with Donnie and um I'm just gonna take that moment and turn it into a mayonnaise that I keep in my refrigerator for the rest <laughs> of my life and I just spread it on Thanksgiving leftover sandwiches and I just eat it and enjoy my American freedom <laughs> <laughs> that tastes like the downfall of Donald Trump and I, everything he stands for and his whole family. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I've just, been I've been really swinging for the fences on social media lately about just my pure anything Donald Trump does is is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. it's pure bullshit. Yeah, this last thing with him and the Kim Jong Un thing—that's <sighs> not his doing. He yeah. didn't save America and he didn't create world peace. The Chinese president sat down with Kim Jong-un, gave him the whole hand point, threatened him with extinction, and Kim Jong-un immediately was shaking people's hands. Right, right. All right. Kim Jong-un also got completely legitimized by us. All All we did was help him. All we did was, yeah, you're right percent. It's a political show now. Nah, what happened? Not. Let's change What that happened? Thing. What happened? This isn't going to be Abe Lincoln's top hat. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are no Kissel. Weird. So we're still talking about Twitter, right? You got some yeah. follows that you I like? I got a follow that I like to throw out yeah. there. Um, as a pro- pro- fan of professional wrestling myself, seems like all successful podcasts need to have at least one. Right. There's another Kissel shout out. Right. Uh, Cultaholic Wrestling. These guys are fantastic. They started out with What Culture, which is kind of like the British version of BuzzFeed. And they started a little wrestling contingent within the company, a lot of great YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. They split off and started their own deal to make more money called Cultaholic. And the two main guys that I love the most on there are Ross Tweddle and Adam Pachetti. They're absolutely hysterical. At Adam Pacitti and at Ross on Wrestling, These guys are fantastic. One of my favorite things that they did, just a little thing for their YouTube channel as Mm -hmm. well, is every time there's a major pay-per-view, they have a contest. They do their predictions. Whoever comes in last has to do the loser's punishment. And for WrestleMania 34, the loser's punishment was they had to take a megabus ride from from Newcastle, Northern Uh, England, to Amsterdam. It's (laughs) An so 18-hour <laughs> megabus ride. You're on a ferry for part of that, uh, ferry or a tunnel, something like that. Okay. I don't know. Right, Tunnels but exist. basically, it's an 18-hour transit on a megabus. Okay, and the, but the whole—can thing- you imagine on a megabus? No. No. Have you ever been on a Megabus? I hear it smells like piss. It smells like piss and like weird vape smells. Because <laughs> everybody thinks that the vapes don't smell. They smell. The, the vapes smell, everybody. They smell. They don't smell that bad, but they smell. I can tell you that from working in an office for five years. Yeah. People try to vape under their desks. Yeah. <laughs> they smell. God, can you? <laughs> I'm serious. It's put a bunch of schmucks <laughs> under their desk. It's yeah. like, I can't go outside. Like they're in the middle of I an, a they're in the middle, middle of an automation or session or a call, and they just like sp- spewing this vape juice down into their desk. Ew! Sp- you can just oh. smell it. Oh, it's you it's, can smell it. It's like, it's like, does it smell like, like aspartame and bubble gum? <laughs> what is that smell? Does it smell like twenty-seven-year-old tobacco leaves? Is that weed oh, what or is is going it, on in what's here? What is happening? So. The loser was Adam Pacitti. Yeah. He had to take the Megabus ride 18 hours, and he said, two hours in, the toilet broke and the whole thing smelled like this. But his whole bright side to this was, you know, 18 hours on a Megabus, this sucks, but the bright side is, when I'm done, I'm in Amsterdam. Yeah. It's going to be great. Right. Right before he gets on the bus in Newcastle, they give him an envelope (laughs) and say, don't open this until you're in Amsterdam. Yeah. So he gets to Amsterdam. he's in the bus station and he opens it up and is like let's see what this says and it says <laughs> it's a ticket for his return yeah, trip yeah, yeah, on the yeah. megabus which leaves in 30 minutes that's <laughs> a <you>, good fucker <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile the guy that won it Ross, yeah. he flew to Amsterdam and while he was doing this megabus transit, Ross was partying and he went to the zoo the zoo <laughs> you imagine going to a coffee shop and then going to the zoo in Amsterdam? <laughs> You're, like, next to a tiger. It's just like, oh, God. I've made every... I can't tell if I've made every right decision or every wrong decision. Can you imagine a tiger on a space cake? No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so oh. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. So vicious. Oh, my so God. So scary. Look at uh, the stripes. <laughs> that's a great story. My follow that I want to recommend is... Not nearly. It doesn't have a story at all. And in fact, it is a visual gag. So it Ooh. is incredibly bad for a podcast. But hey, we're going to do but it, it anyway. This is the material I have prepared for you fine listeners. Um, <laughs> uh, it's called Wheel of Fortune Answers. It's a fairly new account. It's 70 tweets. I'm only following three people. Uh, Vanna White, Pat Sajak, and Wheel of Fortune, obviously. Huh. Those are good um, people to follow in this case. Right. Uh, but this is, these aren't your... these. Listen, these aren't your mom's... Wheel of Fortune answers. <laughs> They've basically taken all these like incompleted uh, pick, like, screenshots of, of uh, Wheel of Fortune and filled them in with ridiculous things. Like, the restricted buttock. <laughs> a, a, <laughs> a banquet of rocks. <laughs> I now exist in hell. Which is a phrase, apparently. Uh, experienced boy won't poop toilet. Hey, talking about my life there, brother. You <laughs> calm down. You calm down with your laughing. Laser cat. It is. So that's that's basically the follow that I got for you, the recommend that I got for you. I love it. I Plowing love it. Ahead. Plowing it. Plowing ahead. straight ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of week. Don't at me, bro. It's time for don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. Don't Look here. Me, bro. Don't at me, bro. You introverts. Fuck off with your sudden presence online nobody cares that you're shy we're all shy all of us have experienced shyness all of us want to have moments to ourselves that does not make you special that does not make you interesting you know what it makes you is rude if you're in a social setting and you're not talking to people that's rude. It's not acceptable behavior to just dive into your phone and hop on Tumblr and find a bunch of ASMR motherfucking introverts that are just patting themselves on the back for not talking to the person in front of them. Get out of here. I remember one time uh, in college, there was this there was this woman who was really hot, and everybody was like, "She's such a bitch. I hate her." And you know, and at the time. And I got to become friends with this woman and I remember thinking oh She's not a bitch. She's just shy. She's just introverted. No, I've changed my mind That woman was being rude There was a reason why people thought she was a bitch and it was because she didn't make eye contact and she made little Muttering comments to herself snap out of it introverts nobody cares about you. You're not special be quiet and if you, and, and if you're supposedly don't want the attention so much, why are you blogging? <laughs> why? Why? All right. Don't at me, bro. Introverts. My fiance is an introvert. Everybody's an introvert. <laughs> <look>. <laughs> She's so mad right now. Oh, sh- She's so mad. Look at her. Joking. <laughs> anyway, but seriously, I said don't, don't me. at me, bro. Don't at me. You just added me in my own don't at me, bro section. You, you segment. You just added me. Anyway, uh, I've we, got a serious don't at me. Of course is, you do. No, it's not serious. <laughs> it's just something that I've been feeling for. We're a while. trying to have this lighthearted podcast, and Matt's always coming in with like. Listen here, dick licker Trump. <laughs> anyway, go. Gotcha. No, I've got a serious don't at me. Not it's, that dick licking is next. Serious to me. Yeah, okay. Because don't at me, bro. Fuck John Mellencamp. Oh, I see what you mean. There. I'm so. Tired of John Mellencamp popping up places. (sighs) John Mellencamp is the poor man's Bruce Springsteen, which is saying a shitload about John Mellencamp because Bruce Springsteen is the poor man's Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen is the advocate for the working man. John Mellencamp is the advocate for the farmer, I guess. guess. Every trend since John Mellencamp came out, every trend Bruce Springsteen has done, Uh John Mellencamp... A year later has released an album exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's gross. It's stupid. And now, you know, in his older age, Bruce is singing a little more like Bob Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Like young Bob Dylan. Mm. So guess who puts out a record sounding like Bob Dylan? No. John Mellencamp. Fuck off. Fuck off. And Bruce has his, his normal stage attire that yeah, he wears, yeah, yeah. which is like a button-down shirt and a black vest. Yeah, guess who started wearing a button-down shirt and a black vest You're on stage? Me. I'm not even kidding you. It's not even He's like shameless. A, it's yeah, it's not even debatable. Like it is pure. It's copying. Yeah, is it? Is it, It's borderline infringement. Maybe it's almost gimmick infringement. I mean, come on, it's dude. Almost, Get real. You the can't... only thing he can't do, the, the thing that he will never be able to do. Yeah. Is write like Bruce Springsteen. Never. He'll never be able to write songs like Bruce Springsteen. He'll never. Be- so, John Mellencamp, don't at me, bro, but kiss my ass. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine waking up in the morning and being John M- Mellencamp? Yeah. <laughs> I almost said John Malkovich. John Malkovich, can you can you imagine waking up being John Malkovich? That'd be dope. Oh my god, that'd be really. But no, cool. yeah, really. Imagine waking up in the morning and you're John Mellencamp, and you're and you're just like following like Bruce Springsteen. Do you think he googles him every morning? No, what do he do today? What's he up he did a Broadway show. Man, I gotta. I gotta do a theater. What if there's what if there's a Mellencamp Broadway show? It won't be on Broadway. It'll be like in Indianapolis. <laughs> Branson, Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna do a sit down show about his life and it's gonna be in Branson, Missouri. At Yakov Smirnoff's <laughs> Theater. <laughs> because that's where John Mellencamp belongs. What the John- country? <laughs> yeah, what the country. I have Yakov Smirnoff. That's where John Mellencamp belongs. He belongs in Branson, Missouri. <sighs> Hopefully oh. we can get him there. <laughs> so what? <laughs> uh, so maybe the new. Let's move on to the main event of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, the following topic is your main event of on Airbnb. What is this singing that you're doing now? That wasn't singing. That, that was an announcer voice. All right, we can cut it. If no, you no, don't no, like no it. keep it. I like it, but it's okay. just, it's a definitely a new thing. Well, I don't know, and I'm gonna talk about it. Well, I don't... Anyway. Anyway. I didn't mean to make you feel bad. And <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm all introverted. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this weekend, it's a big day. Yeah, it's Father's Day. It's Father's Day. Which is cool. So I have a dad. We had this idea to just kind of go through some, some stuff about Father's Day. Yeah, and talk about have, Father's Day. Yeah. Do Father's Day things. So we decided we were going to wa- each watch a piece of culture. In this case, we decided to do movies. Yeah, dealt with father-son relationships. Yeah, and Matt, you covered Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Let's hear about it. Uh, it's a it's a much weirder movie than I remember it being, and it's very like, uh, like there's a, at the end spoiler alert I guess at the end there's like this they find the Holy Grail right it's that mm-hmm. that's the whole point of the movie is that uh Indiana Jones is looking for uh the Holy Grail because his dad is obsessed with it and he's also looking for his dad at the very beginning of the movie. It's it's a great movie, I guess. Their relationship is a little weird. It's like, because his dad is completely uninterested in Indiana. Yeah. Like, he's completely uninterested in him. He, um, he borderline just neglects him as a child. You see it at the beginning of this, uh, at the beginning of the movie they have Rivers Phoenix and, Playing a young Indiana Jones, uh, uh, like in 1912, like finding these marauders and like stealing a, an artifact from them. And then it's basically the movie solo done in 12 minutes, mm-hmm. but uh, and in, you know, decades before the movie solo happened. Right. Um, uh, and it, there's this showdown because Indy steals this cross that a Mormon hid or somebody hid. Novio Cortez. Cortez hid it. In Utah and he steals it from these marauders and then the marauders chase him all the way back home where his dad is and he's like dad 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 help me out And his dad's studying (laughs) because of course because okay (laughs) he's just studying like religious texts and hello son I don't have time to talk to you I'm reading a book and then and then five or six grown-ass men Force their way into their home, and he can't tear himself away from his studies to help his son out, who is again being apprehended by five or six grown men, on their own property, and he can't be bothered. You never see his—you never see the young Sean Connery's face uh, in that scene. He's, his back is turned the whole time, and these men are armed, by the way. They have guns. They have a gun on his kid, and he just ignores him. And so, the rest of the movie plays out, and like him and his dad are very different, but they're also very similar, which I think is like I don't know. It's a cute movie, and it's like I really like their rapport, but it did feel false. How did did it did anything about it kind of inform you as to how you'd want to be as a father? No. Should that day come? Uh, Uh, I don't know. No. I mean. Don't do that. <laughs> don't if, if someone has a gun on my child in my house. Whatever I'm studying is going to be put down for a second. Did this make you appreciate your father more? I guess. Than a mission accomplished. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I mean, yeah, my dad. I have, the thing is I have like no beef with my dad like at all. He's yeah. he's a I, mean, I don't know. Not that I would even even if I did, I wouldn't air that out on a fucking podcast. Right. But but I don't like my I have a pretty great dad, and uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. So I, I felt so I felt like this weird amount of pressure while watching this movie to learn some lesson, and I got to be real with you, I did not learn it. <laughs> did not learn the lesson. It's a cute movie. Everyone go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. You got Amazon Prime, you've paid for it. Go there watch you it. Go. Uh, if good. we're looking at that kind of thing, did you take a lesson out of it? I definitely took a lesson out of both of the movies that yeah, I watched. Yeah, like again. Okay, you know how last I suggested this segment, Don't At Me Bro, that we just got finished with, and I thought it was going to be like a fun way to shit on like ridiculous things, and then Matt's like, oh, I got a good one. And then he goes straight for Donald Trump. super serious and I'm like let's watch some movies about dads for Father's Day this week and we can like learn lessons and talk about it and then you went on to watch There Will Be Blood (laughs) Jesus Christ what the hell and then what was the other one The Great Santini starring Robert Duvall 1979 (laughs) Rob, we're trying to get listeners We're not trying to bump people out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually learned a legitimate lesson out of these two things. I've abandoned my boy. i abandoned my child. The great Santini, uh his character Robert Duval's character is a is a general in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. and he treats his kids like fucking like soldiers, like Marines. I've never seen this movie, it's, by the way. He's a piece of shit. He's the meanest man that ever lived. And he like takes all of this shit out on his children and he treats them like garbage. And like, there's a scene in the basketball game where a guy fouls his son and pushes him up against the wall. He comes down onto the court and says, take him out of this game or don't come home tonight. So his son goes and breaks the kid's arm. Yeah. And, the, and then the coach in the locker room was like... I need some dads like I that. I can't believe I have to put up with this just because you don't have the balls to stand up to your old man. It's like, fuck me. Dude, that's so heavy. So heavy. But what I learned from this... What did this you get from that? Is that never treat your children like they're going to be a direct product of you. Uh-huh. And I, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's true. The second lesson I learned was don't use your children as as props for business. (laughs) Oh, fuck. That's so true. Because in There Will Be Blood, Daniel Plainview, he doesn't really have a connection to this kid. Right. There's a bastard in a basket. Bastard in a basket. Right. There's a bastard in a basket that he picks up, Uh and it just makes him look more wholesome when he goes to these small towns. He's totally a prop for business. And as soon as the kid wants to split away Uh and do his own thing, he dumps them. Yeah. Then you become my competition now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, two things I learned don't try to mold your children into what your version of an adult is. Yeah. And also, don't try to use your children for uh, business purposes. Don't use them as a prop for your business. Unless they're really cute. Uh, you know, HW Plainview was really fucking cute. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. You got to cash in. Right? This kid's got to pay rent. <laughs> Any, uh, anyway, well, anyway, um, we're moving on to our next topic. Which Next uh, topic has to do with Father's Day. We were texting in bed the other night. <laughs> that sounds way sexual. Oh, yeah. Well, I was laying in my bed. You know were laying in doing. your bed. Uh, maybe I was. You don't know Probably. what I was doing. I, don't know. I just assume you were laying in bed. It was well, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm up. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, so we were like, what do we do about Father's Day? And I said, how about the top 10 worst fathers of all time yes so it kind of is not following that form yeah at all no. in the slightest no but we broke it into two categories fiction and reality let's start with fiction because the reality gets kind of heavy yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 first up darth vader darth vader worst dad where i think he's number one worst dad he's such in- a bad dad such a bad dad. Granted, he didn't know he was a dad during the first movie. That's true. He didn't know he, he was a dad. He thought those kids were dead. And for, so for a while, he's just like a bad guy <laughs> as opposed to a bad dad. But then he learns that he's a dad and he goes all ballistic yeah. and like cuts his own son's arm off. He's like, hey, dad, let's have a catch. Okay, son. You <laughs> cut my arm off. <laughs> okay, catch your arm. <laughs> oh, you dropped it, didn't you? <laughs> WTF? Join me, and then he ignores, and then he ignores his daughter completely. Also knows about that. Yeah, (laughs) it begs the question: in the first movie, does he not know that Leia is his daughter? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Okay. He can't because because uh, Boba Fett. I don't. I know way too much about this. Uh, (laughs) Boba Fett breaks it to him that a Skywalker. Blew up the Death Star, at the bat at that battle. Okay. And he's like, "The fuck did you just say? The who, what, now? The who, who did that?" And he's just like, "Uh, some guy named Luke Skywalker." And then it's this awesome moment in a comic book, and he's like, whoa, 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 "And then all the glass cracks around him because That actually man. sounds dope. Why didn't they ever put that in a movie? That sounds awesome. They might. They're, they be, might. Uh, because that Boba Fett movie's coming out. Ah, I didn't know there was a Boba Fett movie coming. That's out. That's like the next Anyway, uh Nerd Alert. Uh um, nerd Alert. Next th- next guy I put on the list, which I've already covered, Daniel Plainview. Horrible just dad. Possibly one of the greatest movie villains of all time Ever. as well. Yeah. Just yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah, horrible just person. God damn, so the bad. Shit, beat the shit out of Paul Dano with that. Oh them. my god. <laughs> <laughs> just knocked him around. And you know that method acting son of a bitch yeah. just He's beating the shit out of them, both of them, both of those method acting crazies. Just like, Paul's just like, "All right, Daniel, I want you to hit me. I want you to hit me with the just, just laid in." Before he can even say it, Daniel's like, "Oh, get your milkshake!" <laughs> Daniel's like, "Can I safely take a bowling pin to the head, or does it have to be rubber?" Yeah. So rest in peace, Paul Dano. Right. Um, uh, Homer, Jay. Simpson. you think he's a bad dad? I think he's his intentions are good but he's bad because of his stupidity. I lump him and Peter Griffin into the same category. Peter Griffin They're, like, actively campaigns against one of his children. That's now. true. Uh, Homer's so, never done that. And so while Homer is like physically abusive he he he's physically abusive he literally strangles the tongue out of his son's mouth. Yeah, he doesn't do that every now and then. My dad never strangled me. <laughs> not joking. <laughs> Neither do my parents. I know they're probably listening to this. <laughs> Scott, Scott <laughs> I can't believe you strangled Matt. That's not what I said. You mean, mean man. Is this... I don't I, know. I can never imagine my dad ever getting violent. <laughs> Could you? No. Like, it, I can imagine your mom getting violent. Uh, okay. <laughs> she's, she's hilarious. Uh, 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 who, so you I can Peter... imagine my mom getting violent, oh, too. Oh, sure. Jesus Christ. Hey, Mom. Uh, yeah, hi, Mom. <laughs> so, Peter Griffin. but well, I think we already kind of covered those two. Yeah. Uh, the next on my list is specifically for me. Uh-huh. It, it's the television character played by Vince McMahon on WWF television. Back in the day, WWF uh, television. Oh, yeah. Mr. McMahon... Was the world's worst father in the history of fathers. Yeah. So little things that he did all in his, because he hated Stone Cold Steve Austin so much, he allowed his daughter to be taken captive by the undertaker and almost married off in a satanic ritual where she was hung from a crucifix undertaker symbol above the ring, where he was about to marry her, and he was also about to kill her. And so, Mr. McMahon let this all happen so he could later on reveal that he was the man behind it all, just so he could get back at Stone Cold Steve Austin. Cool story. (laughs) What's going on in wrestling, man? (laughs) this was in 1998. That's so bizarre. That was in 1998. I love it. He's a horrible father. I can tell. Jesus now, Christ! Now here we are in 2018, and every time they're on camera together, they're all fine. That's the. It's like the Clintons. <laughs> How are the Clintons just like so fucking happy every time I see them together? Because it's fake. Because it's fake. It's Like pro wrestling, it's a work. God, like, <laughs> like, 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 I watch. Uh, that's another bad dad right there, Bill fucking Clinton, fucking going on doing all that stuff on in such a public and gross way. I agree. Oh my god. He ugh. just. Ugh. Did you see the interview with him and Colbert like last week? No. Colbert like... Goes in. Like, Colbert has ice water in his veins. <laughs> he just looks at him and he's like look, you are the highest profile case of a man sexually misbehaving at work. You're like, you are the number one gross dude that has ever done this. And used your power to do it. Oh my god. What do you gotta to have to say for yourself? And Bill, old Bill just he didn't have time to like define what is his this time around. He's just kinda like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I did. I did all that stuff <laughs> And it's Jesus like Christ. it's 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 a brutal watch, but it's but it's it's the only time I've ever really unless he's talking policy or something, like it's the only time I've ever felt like I actually saw like Bill Clinton's like real face like the veneer come off yeah like he suddenly was just like uh, like i don't know They, I, I feel like he knew that he that that question was coming but i also feel like he was he knew in the sense that right before they said action colbert went hey i'm about to ask you a bunch of stuff about monica lewinsky and then it was like, what? And then, action! And hey, we're here with Bill Clinton! Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh, I oh should have no. got, got my penis sucked before that 3.30. Oh my god, ew. He's so... Ugh. Anyway. Moving along. Tywin Lannister. Yeah, that's another bad one. That's a bad dad. Tried to, tried to kill his son. Try, yeah. Hates his son. Hates his son. Solely for the reason that he's a little person. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah. Which is... Like Just I don't absurd. know. It to me, especially in like medieval times or whatever you want to fucking call it, the Game of Thrones thing. Yeah. Like, like we'll go with medieval. Or yeah. Like, wouldn't you like if you had that? I'd be like, I have magical balls. <laughs> I can make tiny I people. I created tiny man. <laughs> I like. I created a tiny person, <laughs> but he's a he, but he's a real grown person at the same time. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm but, full of lead poisoning and have bad ideas. Like why wouldn't why wouldn't he just like assume that like I Peter Pettigrew what's his name it's not Peter Pettigrew uh, Lannister uh, Peter Pettigrew I don't know what that's are you a, talking about are you a, talking about the guy Harry Potter that, thing that plays Tyrion yes okay uh, yeah so the guy that plays Tyr- Tyrion Lannister yeah Tyrion Lannister uh, I forget what point I was making now I'm an idiot <laughs> anyway I said Peter Pettigrew which is like and I can't stop anyway saying that's it. Harry Potter yeah. Yeah. moving along so. Not only does he do that, all you know, doesn't hates him. He makes sure that he gets convicted of murdering the king, and then tell the takes the woman that he said he could never be with because she was a prostitute, and boom, he's with her. Yeah, he Uh, deserved that arrow on the toilet. He deserved that arrow on the shitter. Went out like Elvis. Yep, sure as hell did. Another bad dad. Another bad dad. Yeah, from all accounts. How Here's, hard is it to be a good dad? Really? Like, like, my dad was a good dad. My dad was a great dad. Didn't yeah. seem like he had to try that hard. Yeah. I just mean, not, yeah, they, they worked, and, you know, I working, mean, okay, is, yeah. work, you know, working is tough, but, like, doing the right thing yeah. isn't hard. Right. <laughs> like, like not, not hating your son. Maybe we just have Pretty really easy. good examples. I guess. I guess so. That's sad. I have a last on this fiction list that's controversial, because uh-huh. Matt doesn't... Yeah, quite I don't agree, agree with me. I don't agree with that you. That I think Michael Corleone was not a good father. But he tries so much. He tries so hard to provide so much for his family. Yeah, but and he sacrifices so much because he has to. Doing so through nefarious means and becoming a monster in the in the progress of doing that. Yeah. He promised he was going to go legitimate. But he never he, did anything to his kids or his family. That was no. Necessarily but it, bad. it's all this. Evil that he's surrounding his family with. The environment in which you surround your family has a lot to do with how you're viewed as a father. And he surrounded his family in evil. He yeah. wasn't supposed to be that guy. Yeah. The family business didn't have to keep going. Yeah. Well, i that's not what I got when I watched those movies. I got the feeling that it had to keep going. Like, he was like the final straw. He was... But it like, all led to him getting his daughter killed. If, like, if he hadn't... Uh, that's true. It all led to his That's daughter, true. who was poorly portrayed by Sophia Spoilers. Coppola. Spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. right, right. Apparently, Apparently a lot I of people mean, haven't seen Godfather I Part 3. I haven't seen Godfather Part Three. So uh, he doesn't know that actually it's a funny thing because you're supposed to feel really bad yeah. for Michael when his daughter's killed, and yeah. for the daughter and for, you know, yeah. Diane Lane. Right. You're supposed to feel bad for him. But Sophia Coppola is such a piss-poor, terrible actress in that role. Mm, they really? hear kind of like cool when they're getting shot. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, good, That performance is over. At least she got her comeuppance. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad it happens at the end of the movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. Oh, so now, real, real bad dads. We made a reality list as well. Yeah. My first on the reality list that I made is John Bennett Ramsey. Oh, God. The father of Jean Benet Ramsey. Oh, <laughs> what a weird family. Right? First of all, I, I have a problem if you're a parent and you let your children be in those weird pageants. God, right? I just think of Frank Reynolds. We're not diddling kids. <laughs> <laughs> It's like okay you ever, you ever have sex with the bodies <laughs> <laughs> oh by the way Matt tried to sit, tried to put Frank Reynolds on the bad dad list and I told him to shut the fuck up because he would love to be Frank Reynolds son how as any of us would how love. would I love to be Frank Reynolds son because then you get to go on all of the wacky always sunny adventures I know but you had to grow up your whole childhood watching him get the presents that you wanted so who cares <laughs> Later in life, you own a bar, and and it's Danny DeVito is your dad. (laughs) If Danny DeVito was dad, I you know if come on that'd be awesome. Apparently, Danny DeVito is a really fun dad. According according to the Always Sunny guys, that wouldn't surprise me at all. He seems (laughs) like an awesome dude. He like he like like drops acid with his kids at Bonnaroo and stuff. Holy shit! (laughs) He's like (laughs) eighty. We just completely diverted <laughs> off of John Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. John Ramsey. Fuck him. Like him. Everybody knows what John Ramsey did. Yeah, everybody know what he did. Everybody knows what this next guy did. Yeah. Woody Allen. <laughs> 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 can't marry your daughter and be you a good dad. No, you can't marry the adopted daughter of your girlfriend of 20 something years. Yeah. Sooy- uh-huh. Uh-huh. gross. <laughs> Marvin Gay Senior. Ooh. Ooh rough that's really sad that's sad it's really really sad but it's a great example of a bad dad horrible dad he claimed that his son had lost his soul because he sang pop music so he shot him to death that's that's bullshit yeah I think that he caught Marlon Brando and Marvin Gaye fucking you think so why not that's fun I like it I mean I have no evidence (laughs) to support that I just made it up other than uh, the only thing the only evidence I have is Quincy Jones so, next up on the list, we're going with Ryan O'Neill. Who's that again? Ryan O'Neal is the father of Academy Award winning actress Tatum O'Neal. He was an actor himself. Tatum this O'Neill, guy. Yes. Yeah. So, Tatum O'Neill won the Academy Award for Paper Moon when she was, I think, either 11 yeah, or 13. Yeah, 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 And this just led her down a path of bad things. And a lot of it was brought on by her father, Ryan O'Neill. Here's the deal. If you were... A- like a really good actor as a child, something's wrong. Right.
1: Something something is
0: like not right in your life. Like there is an authority figure who is wielding zero authority <laughs> or too much authority. Either way, if like if you're eleven and you can cry on cue, you're a fucking sociopath. Yeah. Like a right. couple of, a couple of notable things that Ryan O'Neill did to Tatum yeah, O'Neill. Go on, go on. The so the little sociopath. He forced her to snort cocaine. Well, that's kind of fun. (laughs) Not for your dad when she's a child. (laughs) And also, uh, one time Tatum tried to commit suicide, Uh and she did it across her wrist. So her father's response was just to scoff at her for cutting her wrist the wrong direction. Jesus, that's so (laughs) fucked up. How could you say that to your child? Like, oh come on, Tatum. Where's her mom?
1: Right? All I have no
0: clue. It's like, come on, Tatum, not down the street, across the road. You got to do it down the street, across the roads, just for attention. Ugh. Fuck people, man. Oh my god. Right. So that's Ryan O'Neal, and we're gonna move. This is me out. We're gonna move down to Sean Kemp. This is a little less bummy because uh-huh. Sean Kemp is just dude just didn't know how to wrap his package. Who is this? Sean Kemp was a big time star basketball player. Oh. Yeah. So, Sean Kemp um, had nine kids uh, yeah. with seven different women. Good for him. None of them he ever married. Good. And people have been chasing him for child support for 20-plus years. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. Of course. Good I mean, if you're, if you're slinging it around like that, you're probably oh. not paying your bills on time. Good dude. Good That's dude. so sh- fucking shitty. We'll dig back a little deeper into history for this next one. Ivan the Terrible. Oh yeah. Ivan the Terrible was Moral a terrible dad. dad. A terrible dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, most notably, he <laughs> Wow, I don't know why I'm laughing. I guess I just deal with bad stuff by laughing. <laughs> um, he beat his daughter-in-law into having a miscarriage because he felt she was wearing improper Yikes. clothing, immodest clothing. What year was this? Uh, whenever Ivan the Terrible was alive. Okay. So, so whenever let's his like, sons tens- yeah, the tens. The tens. So the daughter—that's his daughter-in-law. So when his son confronts him about it, they get into an argument, which ends with Ivan crushing his son's skull with a pointed staff. Terrible dad. Terrible Ivan, the terrible dad. It's a terrible dad, right? That's not even a bad dad. That's a terrible dad. That's the—that's te- that, why they call him Ivan the Terrible. Can you imagine though? Your in-laws are the Terribles. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to dinner at the Terribles. I would. Probably try to miscarry that child oh too. Oh my god, I don't want to bring this kid into this world. <laughs> yeah, his last name's gonna be terrible. <laughs> the last guy I got on this list, Baby the Terrible. Baby the Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
0: so stupid. Don't fuck up. Your your grandfather's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it's just Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> so the last guy I put on this list, <laughs> this is this dude named Byron Keith Perkins. Who's he? Byron Keith Perkins was released. <laughs> he was released from prison to donate a kidney to his dying son. Mm-hmm. But before the surgery could I like take where this place, is going. yeah, he fled to South America. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. You get that sweet, you get that fresh air, and you're just like, I gotta go. I can't go back to prison. I gotta prison. go. I can't I gotta, go back to prison. I can't go back. And his escape was aided by the Obamas? I got the government documents to prove it! Okay, Alex, put it away. Um, well, that concludes our bad dad section. Bad dad section is done now. <sighs> I'm bummed out after that. Well, let's just talk we about our dads. F- we should have finished with the fictional bad dads. That was more fun. Yeah, that's true. But well, we can uh, talk about our dads. Good dads. Our dads are cool. I like my dad a lot. My dad's awesome. My dad taught me a lot about uh, the right way to do things. Yeah, sure. You know? Like we were saying... We had great examples. So to us, being a good dad doesn't seem like a hard thing to do. Because my dad made it look so easy. Right? Yeah. Mine too. He's just a good guy. Solid dude. One thing also about my dad is my dad was a cop for 40 years. And a big problem with police officers is because they're only ever – spoken to or called for negative things you start to expect (sighs) the worst in the world so a lot of cops have trouble with pessimism yeah dad never brought that shit home that's amazing never he walked through the door six o'clock and immediately just start making baby noises at our dog (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah just a lot learned a lot of good things whenever i need advice yeah i still give him a shout yeah whatever the advice is yeah I don't know my dad my dad is probably the reason why i pers- pursue artistic endeavors yeah pretty much i mean maybe not the reason but like he i noticed from a very early age that he had a an appreciation for and in admi- an admiration for artists and uh he passed that along to me in a big way That's like awesome. i mean he's a he's a really creative guy um I don't know. He's a shitload of fun to party with. He's a, I? No, yeah, he's super fun to party with. He's a great... I don't know. He's just a he's, a... he's a solid... He's a really awesome, solid guy. And he has really weird tastes. Like, I grew up listening to... I'm the only person I know, other than my cousins, that grew up listening to Frank Zappa. And, like, like I have Montana memorized because, like, my uncle and my dad used to hold us as babies and just be like, I might be moving to Montana soon. And rock us to <laughs> sleep singing that weird song about That's dental funny. floss. Um, I never get to really. I never get to party with my dad because my dad's a little on the older side. My yeah. dad's seventy. Oh yeah, my my. Parents I wasn't born there. until my dad was forty. Wow. Yeah. How old is your dad? I mean, never ask a lady's age. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> he's, your son. He's, just, yeah. Your son just called you a lady. He's he's I don't know, He's uh, how old is he? Fifty five. Sixty. That's that's a, a range, fifty five or sixty two. No, no, no. He's <laughs> born in nineteen fifty five. I'm doing math. Also, oh. <laughs> it's sixty three. <laughs> I thought you said he's either fifty five or sixty two. No, <laughs> no. He, he was born in nineteen fifty five. Oh man. So uh, my final note, yeah. just um, be a good dad. Be a good person. We saw that it's easy to be a good dad. You Don't know. You, oh, I was gonna say this. Oh uh, god. I think a big part of being a good father, yeah, is just showing up because, <laughs> I yeah, like, and that's what my dad definitely did, showing up her. as well. Yeah, being there, being around, because and a being, lot, of, a being, lot of people aren't as fortunate. A lot of people are not fortunate like we are. I know there's probably some people that are listening to this that aren't fortunate. Yeah, and they're gonna way. be, they're gonna be like, oh, cool, you guys both have great dads. Good for you. Yeah, it's like, yeah, good for us. Well, now you're, you're right. You're right. That was good for me. It was, it was great for me, too, and I plan on being a great dad to my kids. If I, yeah, I mean, if I pop one out, <laughs> I hope I'm a good dad. Hope I'm, a, I'm hoping I'm as good of a dad as my dad was to me. Hopefully this podcast will still be going on. And hopefully they're making money doing yeah, it. All right. Like, can you right? imagine that? It's like, don't mess with don't mess with me right now, kids. I'm making the podcast so you can go to college. <laughs> yep. They'll be oh, yeah. living right here in the studio apartment. Yep. They'll be they sleep in the windowsill. <laughs> wow, that's good. That's a good spot for kids. You know. it, like it'll ruin their respect for heights. It'll ruin their respect for heights, and also everywhere else they live in their life will be fucking huge in right. comparison. Right. <laughs> and they'll be like, "Why does that? Why did Dad make us do this and live this way?" And then as soon as they move somewhere else, they're and they're like, "I love this new place." I'm like, "You're welcome." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even know I was teaching you a lesson, did you? I, I grew up in a tiny, tiny bedroom. So my, my parents' house is, I guess, built in the '40s. So it's on the smaller side of houses. Yeah. You know how those houses were back then. My um, guess, b- I don't know. Their bed, the other. T- I'm an t- only child, so I had a big room. It was I had two rooms essentially. <laughs> my sister's bedroom and my parents' bedroom are good sized full size bedrooms. My bedroom was like the forgotten closet. (laughs) When I was in middle school, I started reading Harry Potter. I used to joke around with them that I lived in the cupboard under the stairs. So like my bedroom, like. And your sister's like, I got 37 presents last year. And this year I got 36. And I'm sitting there in my room where it's like barely big enough for a twin bed. I'm kidding. It's bigger than that. Yeah. But you you can only fit a twin bed. If there's a twin, be- if there's anything bigger than a twin bed, you can't open the closet. Uh huh. <laughs> so my bedroom is tiny. Wow. You got any- you got any plugs? You got anything? Uh, just you can follow me as always at Ma- at matberry 6 on Twitter, at mattberry 6 on Instagram. You can follow me at Twitterfield on Twitter and at matters on Instagram. And the matters, all the letters are spaced out with underscores. I like it. Um, I'm a little disappointed in you guys this week. We didn't yeah. get a question. Come on. Come on, guys. We want to give you advice. If we want to give you guys advice. Email me at at mattberry06 at yahoo.com. I'm at matthew.s.butterfield at gmail.com. I think that's it. Oh, uh, I guess what I'm doing in about a month. Oh, shit. This is going to be great. Guess what I'm doing, though? Turning 30 years old. And because of that, I will be throwing a party at my house. And I want podcast listeners to be there. I have um. So, yeah, show so, up. So, Dustin Barnett, you better fly in from Colorado. You better, you better do it, dude. You better. <laughs> Eric, Martin, see Eric Martin, come on up from Texas City. It's going to be a banger. Then Seth have, Dobson, get on up here from Austin. I'm hoping to get my whole like building involved with it because they've done that before. That would be before awesome. Before I lived there. Mm-hmm. Like I remember going to parties there, and it would be all three floors would be going. That's and it, awesome. It would just be like... <laughs> you have three levels, three different types of parties. Yeah. The top level is... Uh, EDM music. The yeah. middle level is a dive bar, yeah. and the bottom level is a sex party. Exactly, because like it's because it's a bottom level. It's a great layer cake, right? Yeah, of like Ooh. debauchery. A layer cake. That's New York City life, baby. It's a layer cake of debauchery. Oh, that's so awesome. You can you can scratch the surface and get some sugar, and man, <laughs> that was nice. Yep. Or you can go deep down into that cake <laughs> and get that chocolate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Good night, fuckers.